Good morning. This is Constance DeGroat of First Generation Healers Podcast. This morning, I want to talk about the shadow side of choosing yourself, of choosing to be yourself. Everyone talks about how great it is to step into authenticity. It is not an easy journey. We have some previous conditioning to work through when we choose to live a life that is authentic for us. Your ego, your inner child is going to freak the fuck out. Here's the thing. It's totally normal to feel like you don't know yourself while becoming who you want to be. Yourself, your authentic self. Stepping into authenticity can feel foreign when you haven't chosen that part of yourself and you've always told yourself that part of you is bad because you heard that from other people. You may even experience yourself rejecting yourself. You've now received the calling that it's time for you to release yourself from your own inner cage because the dams of the emotions that you have built up all around this are just overflowing. It can feel unsafe when safety for you was choosing to be quiet for so long. It can feel scary if people always rejected you for being yourself. Like parts of you feels like it's, a part of you feels like it's dying right now. And that's why you feel like it's so unsafe to be you. That ego death. Your ego might freak out and try to convince you this isn't safe. We need to stop doing this. We're going to hurt someone and so many other different wordings. People won't like us if we do this. People will notice us. You will find your mind. Repeating images and dialogue it knows will convince you to choose survival, whatever that was. And in those moments, it is so important for you to hear that inner dialogue from the ego, the critic within you, and know whose voice that is, and did it truly ever keep you safe? Who used to tell you that being you was too much? The illusion of being quiet is safety causes us harm. Due to our conditioning, we consider everyone else the main character in our life. But the truth is, you're someone, and you're done with your silence not benefiting you. You're allowed to be yourself. Remember your early rejection of who you are is just based on someone's opinion, and opinions are not facts. So give it time and be patient with yourself in the process. I know there's this illusion out there that you're just going to step into being yourself and tra-la-la-la-la, everything's going to be happy. It takes time, like anything else. It's a new language for you, and it's going to feel foreign trying to speak it. And you're going to make some mistakes along the way. And that's totally fine. Your own timing is the right timing. We can lose people in being authentic. What we truly lose is something that was never real. It was an illusion. It was an illusion we were living up to someone else's comfort. We are no longer willing to allow others to not think about our own comfort. If you have to quiet your wants and needs and dim your light to keep people happy around you, that's a high price to pay for company. Give yourself permission to ease into authenticity and choose to learn and understand how the inner alarms are conditioned. Surprising emotions can come up. I always thought I'd just be happy. Choose to understand yourself when happiness isn't the first emotion that comes up. You might find yourself grieving the old you. You might find yourself trying to hold on to who you were before everything else started. Reading was once my escape in my parents' home. Once I woke up, I couldn't get myself to focus on the book. 
And all I could do was focus on what I was going to do with my life. It was so frustrating because I wanted to learn something new. Learning was also my escape, but I felt like I was stuck on a chapter I had to go through first. Although that person is still there and you can incorporate that person, it is really important that we see the benefit of becoming this amazing person that we have been this whole time who's been waiting to come out of us. It's okay for choosing a new direction to feel uneasy in the beginning. Your brain is learning something new. You're not used to choosing this path whenever things come up. You're used to choosing what you thought was safe, an illusion of safety. It was really protecting everyone but you. A tiger's idea of survival might be devouring me in the jungle, but for me that is not safe. But eating is a form of survival, so I can't really argue that. You can see it as adapting. Understanding yourself is an act of compassion that you can do right now. The best thing you can do right now is to choose to understand your conditioning. Where does this idea that you're safe by being quiet come from? Who taught you that? Love the part of you that feels unsafe in choosing something new. And reassure that part of yourself that it is safe now to be you. That you hear that part of yourself. Because if you don't hear the part of yourself that is having a difficulty with making this change, and you just cut off that part of yourself, you're going to feel some inner turmoil. You know how they say, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say it. We don't apply that to ourselves. We need to think about, at this time, the language that we use around ourselves to think about how do words make me feel. If you don't like the way a word makes you feel, then don't use it. Like, I don't like the feeling when I say closed. If I refer to myself as closed in any way, I am not going to feel motivated to change. Another word that doesn't make me feel open and ready for change is blocked. So try to think of words that make you feel vibrant and open and ready. I think it's really important when you gain new knowledge in your healing journey to see it as that. Now you know something so you can create change rather than getting stuck on I'm stuck. Because remember, that is your old way of thinking. That is your ego. The words I just used right now, how does vibrant feel? Open, wide. I love the speaker and author, Melissa Ambrosini, and something that she always uses is open, wide. Whenever she feels like she's limited or stuck, she thinks open, wide. I know these words are the proper terminology when we refer to our chakras, but depending on where you're at in your journey, it's really important that you reword these things. You don't have to do it to the book when you're trying to do your own healing. I myself rather refer to chakras as conditioned. Because then I think about the weather outside and people ask about what are the conditions of the weather. Well, the weather shifts. It changes. I'm not really sure if something that's blocked or closed makes me feel like it's going to make shifts or changes. So when you first start hearing like your intuition, yourself, your ego is going to feel like it's closed off and that it's blocked. Because it's hearing new information that it does not believe. And you are so used to hearing survival self speaking through that you're going to call it all lies. 
You might even hear your inner child go, stop, be quiet, you're going to get us in trouble. You know what happened last time? It's like how when you've been through so many abusive relationships, you don't believe anything nice that someone says to you because you've been conditioned to hear all these different things so many times over. But even that is something that you can work through. So just think of it as we do with the weather, the current conditions. The weather can always change. Yes, the fear of people being unhappy with you can come up, but you already know that they were never happy. And sometimes even when you were silencing yourself, that wasn't enough either. So what's the point at that point? I want to go somewhere else with this into mythology with Odin. I have been working further into my own father wound and just working with masculine energy with myself by working with Odin and Loki. Something I learned recently about Odin through learning about Ares, the god of war in Greek mythology, is that a god of war is not just about the physical field. A god of war is about the inner fields as well that they can help you with. The inner battle with yourself. Do you know the story of how Odin lost his eye? Maybe you're like Odin or like me where you love to learn and you love knowledge. If you're familiar with my other podcast on Eros and Psyche, or if you're familiar with the story of Hades and Persephone, then you know about the underworld journey. Odin's journey to receive more knowledge was him going into the underworld, where there was a well with great knowledge that if anyone were to drink of it, they would know so much more from the past, in the present moment, and in the future and beyond. Odin, like the Morgan, is a shapeshifter, and something I love in the story is that he does something that we all must do, and it seems deceiving when you think about it. It's kind of like a Loki move, but the way that I see it is that when we want true change of any sort to acquire something, we must shift ourselves into becoming someone new, like when he wanted to have poetry, the gift of that. Odin shifted into someone new. Although it was deceiving, it is something that we must all do, not to say to deceive others, but to become someone new so that we can acquire the knowledge we desire. We must experience the sacrificing of our own old self to experience the new life we desire. So he sacrificed part of his own vision to see a whole new perspective because the only way he was going to be allowed to drink from that well was if he were willing to give up one of his eyes and it had to be the right one this well was located below all of the nine worlds and Mimir was the one who was residing over it and he had to get permission from Mimir so Mimir an interesting thing about Mimir is that he is a dark creature representing our shadow self and how loss can welcome new knowledge, a balance in the universe, a new perspective. A reminder that if we explore our shadow, we will be welcomed with new knowledge of how we can move past what we perceive as blocks. When we see Odin's eyes missing, we often think about how he he is a god of war. And it's interesting that his wound is made from sacrifice willingly. This reminds us that to have the life that we want, we must be willing to sacrifice an old perspective, an old way of perceiving things, to have the new knowledge of who we could be and the life we desire, and to overcome any obstacle and to have it all.
What drove Odin to go to Mimir and to drink from the well was whispers of war and Ragnarok. I love how in the myth they make sure to let you know that Odin's eye that he sacrificed sinks into the well. I perceive that as him releasing his old perspective for the new. We must remember that the journey to the underworld is an opportunity for rebirth through our shadow self. It's a reminder that in our sacrifices, we are given new visions to thrive. Are you willing to give up the ego's limiting perspective? Now we've talked about Odin. I think it's only fair if we talk about Loki too. Loki is harder to work with than Odin. And that doesn't have anything to do with that he is a trickster god. Loki is you accepting the fact that you trick yourself very often. How often do you choose to be tricked by your own ego because you believe it's safe to stay that way? Loki wants you to look at how am I deceiving myself through fear? It's time now for you to accept your knowledge through Odin and that new perspective and to stop seeing yourself as the Loki in other people's lives. We are always deceiving ourselves through our ego. So here's the awesome connection between working from the Morgan to working with Odin is the Ravens. I want to talk about them. Their names are Hugin and Munin. I don't know if I said that right, so don't butcher me for that. I love the wording in the myth that Odin has this fear that during daily flights, these two won't return to him. You see, these two birds, the ravens, they represent different aspects of our mind. One represents our ego, our reptilian and safety brain that is wired for survival. Their names translate to thought and memory. So when he says that he is afraid of them flying off, I think of that as when your thought comes into your mind and a memory comes up and you can start to get triggered and lost in it. The fear of yourself slipping into the possibilities, all the different things that could happen, and this drains your energy. I want to go back to the world tree and being at the roots with Mimir and drinking from the well with Odin. If you are willing to explore and understand your shadows, to see a new perspective through new eyes, to sacrifice your old way, then you can have the life that you desire. You will be rewarded with a new perspective and outlook on life, an outlook that will free you to who you truly want to be. To learn more about your ego and how it thinks and to understand it more in general, go check out the episode on shadow work and check out the episode on inner child work you're not blocked you're not closed it's just conditioning and like the weather the conditions are always able to change and share this message with anyone who needs it